Saying goodbye to a precious loved one is not easy. But believe me, there is healing in a grateful heart. Stick around and let's talk about it. Welcome to Spoken Quietly, the podcast by Gloria Sloan Castellanos, speaker, author, and Christian life coach. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to the Spoken Quietly podcast. This time, I am asking you to allow me to relieve my pain. I am processing my grief through writing, through this podcast, and through everything I do at Spoken Quietly. It is also the way that God is allowing me to process my grief and pain for the passing of my precious mother. So as usual, this podcast is taken from my blog at SpokenQuietly.com. I was awakened by the ringing of my cell phone. It was 4 a.m. Those calls at unusual hours are usually unsettling almonds of bad news. The call was from the nurse that tended to my mother's needs during the night. My heart seemed to know what I would find when I reached my mother's room. A few days ago, I wrote about anticipatory grief. Today, I am on the other side of grief. A few hours ago, my sweet mommy made her triumphant arrival in heaven. Last night, she closed her physical eyes in a failing and broken body. This morning, her spiritual eyes awoke to unfathomable wonder. As difficult or awkward as it might be to describe, the position of her body as it laid lifeless on the bed gave me so much comfort. The expression of her face was one of peaceful sleep, and one of her hands was raised in a way as wanting to offer it, as if saying, Lord, I am ready. Please take me home. I had the hard task to wake my father and explained that her companion of 56 years had departed ahead of him. There is no way to describe the pain. I allowed him some private time to cry and say goodbye to his beloved wife. When my brother arrived, we gathered around the bed and cried tears of pain, dosed with heartfelt thanksgiving as we told God how grateful and privileged we had been to have her as a wife and mother. Each loss is different. Each grief is unique. There is no magic formula to deal with the pain of saying goodbye to mom, wife, child, friend, or any beloved one. But I would like to offer you some practical advice and some principles found in God's Word that might help you to start walking with God in the path to healing. My father, brother, and I will follow this path together. If you are in need of healing, join us. Here is where we will start. But please, adjust this process to your unique situation. If you need help, please write 
to hello at SpokenQuietly.com. Number one, change in the scenery momentarily. My dad had expressed to us that it would be very difficult for him to return to his apartment to everything that reminded him of his beloved wife. So, my brother is taking him to his house for a few days. We are allowing him some time away to find distraction with the grandchildren and with new scenery. This is not running away forever, but allowing some momentary space and rest now that the wound is tender. This is especially helpful when the length of the illness has caused deep hurts in the caretakers and when the length of the shared life and memories has been significantly quantitative. Number two, clean the unhealthy environment. When the cause of the passing of your loved one has been a prolonged illness, like it is our case, the house is filled with the remains of what that illness has left behind. Medical equipment, medicines, doctor's notes, medical tests, special food, stained clothing, and so on. It all amounts to an unhealthy environment full of painful memories. So, while my father is gone, I will take the opportunity to clean discard the toxic elements that were left behind, and upon my father's request, remove my mother's personal belongings. I also intend to perform a small but significant makeover in his apartment. Sadly, it is not the first time I've had to do such reconfiguring of spaces for this specific reason. But I have to report that it has been successful every time. The fresh new environment is left with the right keepsakes of life together and positive mementos. The uncluttered space gives the grieving person a more unobstructed chance to heal and recover. Number three, focus on gratitude. The Word of God says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 In the happy moments and in the sad moments, an attitude of gratitude is God's will for us. Thanksgiving is not a selfish requirement from God but an important instrument designed by Him for our benefit and healing, especially in difficult times. Here are two other key scriptures. Philippians 4, 6-7 Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Continue to make your specific requests known to God. And the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. This is taken from the Amplified Bible. You know, it is interesting how you can follow the progression that starts with not being anxious, 
with praying. It follows petitioning, specific requests, and the giving of thanks. All actions of our will, and it concludes with something that only God can provide. Peace beyond understanding. Romans 12.2 But be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind. Focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in His plan and purpose for you. This scripture is also taken from the Amplified Bible. God's perfect plan and purpose for you is to be transformed, changed, matured by the renewing of your mind, values, ethical attitudes, so that you may prove for yourself that giving thanks in everything is God's good and acceptable will for you. Believe me, it is good for you. Can you see how the process of gratitude is an exercise of growth? Can you see how thanksgiving, which is an act of obedience on our part, results in divinely attributed benefits on our behalf? In other words, what we receive is so much more than we can give and what we could have never been able to get on our own or produce ourselves. Thank you notes. Writing is an important outlet and expression of what is in my heart. Everyone is different. So writing a publication on grief the week your mother died might not be what you need to process your pain, but it is what I needed. Here is a simpler idea that will combine the physical exercise of writing with the spiritual exercise of gratitude. When my dad gets back home, my brother and I will help him write some thank you notes to all those who visited us during the wake and burial of my mother. We have prepared a special bookmarker as a keepsake to include in the notes. I know that it will help us continue to build up and strengthen our attitude of gratitude, and that will add up to our healing. Now, please, I invite you to my coaching corner. Number one, have you experienced the loss of a loved one? Who? How are you feeling because of your loss? Number two, how are you expressing and processing your grief? Is it working? Number three, how can you incorporate the willful, obedient, and sometimes sacrificial act of gratitude into your grieving process? Number four, how do you feel about writing as part of dealing with your loss? Number five, do you need help with your grieving process? Let me recommend a site that will provide you with many resources. The site is What's Your Grief? But if you need someone to talk to, 
I am here. I hope these questions will give you a nudge in the right direction. If you need more help, please send me an email at hello at spokenquietly.com and schedule a free one-hour coaching session with me. You can also visit my website, spokenquietly.com, and schedule your session there. I am passionate about teaching, coaching, and encouraging women like you to find their vision, live their mission, and do it joyfully and successfully. And of course, I love to write about it. Until next time, remember, words of the wise spoken quietly should be heard rather than the shouts of fools. Ecclesiastes 9.17 This is Gloria Sloan Castellanos. You just heard Spoken Quietly, the podcast by Gloria Sloan Castellanos. Until next time.